Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. What's up, G12 world? Let's get it. Coming straight out of G12, NCAA coming at you. Stick skills have you frozen like a statue. Group of 12 streamers, we on that Twitch. Any other league just became our bitch. We got Fantasy, Mac Dub, and Baker. King Yopi, E Mix, man, we some playmakers. Then there's Rhombus, Ravens fan, and Chuck. Then Chuck can take us high, good luck. Sharpshooter and Gridiron Greats. Hardcore NDs, don't you underestimate. We got skill, we above the rest. Check out production, we pass the test. Every game produced with live commentary. A few of these guys on the sticks is just scary. College football, Twitch at its finest. Levels to the shit, and we on the highest. Some viewers. Welcome. Oh. Welcome, welcome, welcome in, everybody. Um, welcome in to my guests so they couldn't hear you until right about now. Welcome in. Coach Burt, a.k.a. Fantasy hey, World hey, League. Hey. What's up, dude? What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great, man. I am living the dream. Um, it's funny because of we were just talking off stream about if we were ever going to do this again. And, and one of the things when you were producing things is I was on the road all the time. And I just took a new job. I can work right. remotely. And I start on Monday. So I'm just setting up my office now, getting all, and I will be home every single night. And of course, there's no G12 to be produced anymore. <laughs> it's about how it goes, buddy. And I just realized that the Skype thing wasn't there, so you should be able to hear me a lot better now. Um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it is how it kind of goes. But for people who don't know who we are or who this strange-looking Santa Claus slash biker dude is, um, Coach Burt was the founder of the G12. He was the guy who got it off the ground. He created it. He got all the coaches together um, and started this thing in July of 2020, which is almost two years ago on the dot. So, I mean, I think around this time, and we'll get into it, but around this time, we, we'd started playing in our original uh, college football home tournament. So it's literally been about two years, Burt. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. And you know, you know how it all started, right? Like before even that tournament. That's why we're that's why we're here for you to give us spill the beans so everyone has the story straight. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't I don't remember where I met Baker Vision. I don't remember if I started streaming NCAA 14 and then just the category was small, which is kind of how we all met, I think. Um, but him and I hit it off first and we did some co-streams together uh, and we did like a dynasty, just him and I, like a, an online franchise. And I think it was like Miami and South Carolina. I don't even remember who the teams were, like some random ass teams or North Carolina State. But that we that's how we tested that the technology still worked, which led to the tournament and then kind of led to where we're at here. Yeah, that's nuts too because, I mean, what people don't understand is – what's up, everybody? How's everyone doing? Um, what people don't quite understand is there wasn't really this 
before the G12 network, there really wasn't a community. Like there wasn't people streamed and some people got along with each other. But early on, I mean, you might have seen 20, 30, maybe 50 people ever streaming NCAA at any given time. And once the G12 kind of happened, I, I'm not saying it was just because of the G12, but there actually was sort of a community, at least, you know, between three or four of the coaches or five or six of the coaches all kind of got along. And that, that really didn't start until the G12 started getting going. Yeah, and I mean, one of the there was a perfect timing of some stuff on that. Like, um, for example, the Barstool Sports guy, he had a character that he was running at that time, and I don't remember the name, but that was really big, and he had a shit ton of viewers. COVID hit. It was like a perfect storm. COVID hit, shit shut down. Sports were limited. They weren't playing in front of fans. Everything was fucking weird. There was weird seasons. People picked up their Xboxes. Twitch got hot. And I just tried to bring us all together because I knew that we were just never going to be much. I thought a little bit all together was stronger, you know? Right. So let's let's talk from the beginning. So um, the college football home tournament, that was just, I mean, from what I, I don't remember the guy's name, but John maybe, I, um, he just has a really, you can follow him on Twitter right now, has a big following on Twitter for college football fans. And I don't know if he was following anyone at the time specifically or who, why he decided to put this whole thing together because he didn't even compete in it himself. Um, how did he approach you or did you approach him? How did that all go down? God, that's a great question. I kind of forgot about that guy. He kind of he's kind of the guy that started it and then he kind of bailed like he got us all going on it and then. He made some introductions like he was a stream hopper maybe or something and just like was checking us out or we followed him on Twitter. I fucking don't know. And then when it came down to it, though, he wasn't he wasn't really around. It kind of got handed off to us. Right. I mean, it was I forgot about him, actually. And I don't even think I, I don't even know if he really when we had that tournament, I don't know how much he even helped like set up people to play each other. Like, I don't think he really did anything. Um, but. He got people in the room, and he put his name on it. Like I remember, yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. He like put his logo on it, and you know, probably promote it. That was about it. Right, and I and I seriously think that was that was it. And I'm just curious, can you name all the people that played in that tournament? There's eight people who played in it. Do you think you can name them all? Max Dremity? Yes. Yep. Baker. Yes. Myself. Yep, obviously. <laughs> uh, Mac. Yep. Mac Dub. You. Yes. God, was there one kid that didn't stream? I don't remember his name. He like tried to hook his phone up to his TV. No, but oh, um, I, I think know. you're thinking of someone I, I want to name drop a little bit later. I don't, I don't want to name drop him just yet. Fair enough, because I got a trophy sitting on my desk. We can get to that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All right, so you you got no. So you have okay. My chat threw that in there anyway. It wasn't me. You got Bert. You got Mac. You got McStremity, and you got Baker. So you got 
more than half. You got five of them. Um, rabble, rabble wrangler. Rabble wrangler. Yes, I just asked Mac about him not long ago. Fuck yeah. You know what he's doing now? Mac says he was not in that tournament. He's in my chat, by the way. Mac wasn't in that tournament. Huh. Well, so shit. Okay. Oh, D's was. Okay, so D's was. That's right. Okay, so sure. I'm glad we yeah. were. Yeah. Okay, and then Mac is Mac is nailing them. Oh, Kaz yeah, Cray yeah, yeah, and Stoner. Yeah. yeah, and Rabble Wrangler, by the way, still on YouTube. Him and his wife do movie reactions and movie reviews, and they're very popular. So Mac told me. It's like fucking nuts. Guy's a natural born star. Apparently, apparently. I mean, it's whatever, dude. But I mean, he went from literally went from he was one of the most popular people on Twitch streaming NCAA. He was partnered on Twitch. He played Red Dead Redemption and he played NCAA football. And all of a sudden, he just disappeared completely because he had bad internet apparently, and he just disappeared. And I don't want to say it was because of me, but I whooped his ass in that tournament, and he was gone. So I'm going to say that I retired Rabble Wrangler. Remember he got that Thursday night football. He was hosting like a Twitch Thursday night NFL football and shit. And then just disappeared. Like, fuck it. It did just vanish. Yeah, crazy. Hey, like our buddy The Secret. Fucking this. Dude, there's so many people in chat. And we appreciate everyone in chat over the years. But we could probably make a list of people that have come and gone that, like... Like holy fuck! Like what? What the fuck was happening? Right? Like, like who were you? And what? And it, I mean, there's so many names. I'm not gonna like sit here and make fun of anybody, but there was some some people that came and went. That even like Ravens fan. I was gonna get there. I was gonna get there a little bit later in the show tonight. I'm not in any rush tonight. Um, yeah, Ravens fan. Um, that tournament happened, and. I mean, I played Baker in the first round, and and Miller time. Thank you for that sub. Um, I played Baker in the first round. I want to say D's played Kaz Cray, and Kaz won. Maxtremity, did he play you? I think Maxtremity played you. I think he did. Yeah. And then um, Rabble Wrangler played Stoner. And then I played Rabble Wrangler, and, and, and McStremony beat Kaz Cray, and McStremony beat me in the championship. What happened right after that? So that tournament ended. I want to say that tournament ended around June. And by the way, for the people, I mean, how far we've come. I was streaming that on my MacBook Pro, and I was hammering Bush Lights at the time. Like, fucking, I think I had like eight Bush Lights during the Baker game alone. Like, that's how far we've come. Oh, wow. Oh, God. What happened right after that? I don't know. There's always a lot of weed involved with me. So I assume I had a thought of grandeur. And I'd have to ask Mac and Baker, because I think they were the original two right-hand people when we made the Discord and shit. I could be wrong. Maybe there was someone else that was may really involved, but I feel like they were the ones that were super helpful. No, I think you're right. I think Baker actually made the Discord, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Baker came out with the Discord and, and he, was, he was doing it. Yeah. Um, and then I probably... I remember... 
approaching the guys after the tournament like, hey, would you want to do a whole season? And that's, if you look at how we started, the core is from that tournament. For so sure. Those guys said yes. The guys that weren't said no. Yeah. Funny thing is, some of those guys came back later and wanted back in, and we were full. But that's a different, we can talk about that if you want later. We can talk about all that a little bit later on. But uh-huh. yeah, so, and so, can you name the, and, and for people that are listening, there was, like, we were struggling to find 12 coaches. Like, you basically at one point, like, hey, we're at 10. If anybody wants to play, like, I don't care if they stream or not. You were just like, I need one more, and we have a 12, and we're good to rock and roll. Um, and, and that is where the G12 came from. Right. Yep, I'm a big NIU fan, group of five. I was like, group of 12, it was dumb, it was easy. And that then... Um, and then we landed Yofi. And I know, and I know, like, Rip Yofi, he's not in the G12 anymore or whatever, but uh, I don't even think he plays NCAA. But at the time, he had more eyeballs than any of us. It was sure. a big deal. I just want to say that. Like, he didn't have... He was drawing 30, 40 people on his own. Like, he did not have to fucking be a part of this. And I got to tell you, he doesn't get enough credit because I know he didn't do all the fucking behind the scenes work that other people did. But let's be honest, only a few of us really did. But he really helped us kind of get our jump because there was a there was an audience built in there. And that kind of made us legit in my eyes anyway. So I, I, I appreciate that kind of shit. Like, that's what people want to hear. And. I would go as far as saying for a while there, dude, that we, the only people watching the games were the coaches and the producers and the commentators. Like there was maybe seven, maybe nine people watching these games. And a lot of them were computer games, but we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. But I agree. Like Yofi came in, brought a lot of viewers with him. And I think it just kind of worked out. Like rabble wrangler stopped streaming that's where john d rob came from like there's a lot of people that kind of came out of nowhere because they were looking for a home and it just happened to be the g12 um can you name the original 12 g12 coaches well uh me and you of course and baker and mac and kaz no kaz no, Cass. He wasn't an original from the tournament. He said no. Oh, okay. My bad. I thought he started and he quit. Uh, Jib Jab. Jib Jab. He was my for people that don't know. He was my addition to the G12. He he was on Reddit and I found him. He was your addition, <laughs> and it was probably the worst. As far as all the things I've contributed to the G12, it was by far the worst thing I've ever done for the G12. Like, not even close. Like, fucking worst move ever. Just Bert, tell tell everyone about Jib Jab a little bit. Um, I just he ran like three plays. He trash talked everybody, but not in a good way, like Switzo. Um. And he uh, he played on a phone that didn't work, and like he recorded his television. That's the guy that recorded his television. And I did he rage quit or did we boot him? I don't remember. We you you booted him. So bad. But he was we, fake field going. We named. Oh, okay, that's right. 
we named the like loser trophy after him. And I still have it. Mac bought it for me. I won the Jib Jab Trophy. G12 inaugural Jib Jab Trophy. Fantasy World League Season 1, 2020. That's fucking fantastic, dude. That's As far as me being the commissioner, that's probably the biggest tradition that I fucking missed out on and, and forgot about. And I really regret not having the Jib Jab Trophy every single year. I should have given the Jib Jab Trophy to Uncle Sam when I beat his ass in the championship. That would have been hilarious. He would have been so pissed to give him a toilet trophy. Retroactive. You should send it. You should still send it down. Retroactive. Fuck it. It's still, actually, it's still- shout out to Uncle Sam. I actually he gave me his uh, tickets for the Braves on Saturday, so I'm gonna go see the Buckos play the Braves on Saturday. So shout out to Uncle Sam. Shout out to him. And I gotta tell you that you want to talk about. I mean, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but when he came on, I was like, we fucking we're doing something because that motherfucker is a king, you know. And I was like, he wants to play with us, like. Shit, okay. We 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 got something here. He really made me know we had it, you know? It was like when the fifth grader decides to play four square with the third graders, kind of. I mean that, that's what it kind of felt like when he decided to, to yeah, play with us. For sure. Him and Thrizzy both. When when Thrizzy was was like, yo, hey, my name's Thrizzy and this is what I got, and then we started looking at his stream and I was like, the fuck are these people? Okay. Like that was next we were next level for a little bit. All right, Man, let's let, let let's get back for a while because I know it's it gets horny talking about the fun shit. Um, can you name all the coaches so far? You got me, you, you got D's, and you have Jib Jib Jab as well, and and Baker. I think you said so far. And I said Mac. Did I say Ravens fan? Yep. All right, Ravens fan. The stoner stoner gamer. Yes, sir. You said Yofi. Sorry. He's original. Um, yep, I did say Yofi. Um, so I'm missing three. Am I right? Am I missing three? Yes. I'm, I'm going to be honest. One took me a little bit longer Rhombus than I wanted TV. to admit. Rhombus TV? Yes. Was Chuckleberry with us from the get-go? He was. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm missing one. Fuck. This is the same one, regrettably, and this is no disrespect to him, but this is the same one that I took me a second to remember, too. Sharp Sharpshooter? Yes, sir. All right, I got all 12. Bang, bang. There you go. And it's so funny because if you ask a lot of people in chat today, who the fuck are we talking Like, we're making up names right now. Because, I mean, some of these guys haven't streamed in a long time or they haven't played NCAA for a long time. I mean, first of all, if I just put in the chat Fantasy World League, you'd be like, what the fuck is a Fantasy World League? <laughs> no doubt. Sounds like a stripper show. <laughs> Sounds like a show I want to watch every night, to be honest with you. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so when we first started this thing, we did not play every single game user to user, and we were playing a lot of computer games. And I thought producing was hard with, you know, four, five, six games. We were trying to produce 12 games sometimes. There was one week, I know for sure, where there was no user versus user games. We just had 12 computer uh, user versus computer games. 
What was that like? And in hindsight, are you impressed that anybody was watching us? Um, no, I, I wasn't impressed that anyone was watching us because they were watching us build fake coaches and like build fake programs and build fake players anyway. So I thought the dynamic was like, um, I don't know if you're into like um, the CW or like um, comics and shit, but they have crossovers, right? So you got Superwoman or Supergirl and Batgirl and, you know, they fucking all of a sudden, you know, they cross over. I just thought we had more chance for people to see us if we were all kind of branding with each other. That was really the point. And I didn't think I wasn't surprised people watched because we did add commentary and it mattered because we were competing. And as long as there's stakes, then that's content. Do you know how the commentary started? Do you remember how it all started? You started it, actually. You were the one that said, hey, why don't we start doing commentary? And then it got hot fire. And then Mac and I got stuck trying to figure out how to fucking make it work all the time because it was so dog shit without it. There was... I want to say, I, I, this is fucking bizarre that I remember this kind of bullshit. For whatever reason, it was Rhombus TV versus UNLV, and I was just fucking bored. I was like, dude, I'll fucking come in, and I'll commentate this shit. And I think, I don't know if I had Pirate call it. No, I don't know who called it. with Emigs, I think, called it with me. And it just fucking, it caught fire, dude. And, every, and that was week one. It was early, because I know because Rhombus and... Baker played week two, and that's all we were pretty much talking about was was the game coming up after that. But the commentary hit, and then all of a sudden it was like one more layer to the G12. Well, the whole point or the hope was that all of us would bring something, right? Like if I brought the idea, you would bring the commentary, somebody else would take over the digital marketing, somebody else would hopefully make the Twitter work or the TikTok or what the fuck ever. The whole goal was everyone would use their strength to help push it. And together, you know what I mean? And I think that is kind of what the fuck happened. Yeah, and, you know, it was, uh, I mean, it was impressive. I'm going to show something for y'all. This was, if I can find it, this was one of the schedules back in the day. And I'll pull this up. I mean, I couldn't even imagine nowadays trying to, come together and put up a schedule like this. So I'm going to show the schedule. Um, I mean, it's just nuts. I mean, and also it's kind of funny because there's a lot of funny shit involved with what things kind of looked like back then. But look at this fucking thing. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Fucking, fucking mute shit. Yeah, that's impressive. I mean, look at that beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And for people that didn't realize, people didn't realize that I was Oklahoma that first year. That's the case. But I also want to say we struggled with commentators, not so much in season three at the beginning, but definitely at the end and a lot of the time in season four here towards the end. Look at fucking Pirate. Look at John D. Robb. Look at Sir Tokes the Beast. I mean, these fuckers were calling... Back-to-back -back games, Pirate calling, what is that, five games and six, seven games in one week? I mean, 
That's some yeah. freaking. I mean, you had early on. There was a lot of enthusiasm across the board in the G12. There was a lot of buy-in, bro. There was a lot of momentum and a lot of buy-in, and it was easy. Well, I'm sure we'll get into it, but it was easy back then because everybody was interested. You know what I mean? Right. Can you talk about some of those guys early on, like Vic Pick and Pirate and Sir Tokes? Because those guys didn't hang around all the way to the end, but I think those guys are you know people that we need to talk about. Yeah, so let's start with Pirate. I don't remember who's... I think D's maybe? Was he a D's guy? I'm not sure. I don't remember whose, like, stream he found us through. But he was an instant... He was our troll. He was, like, him and Vic. So Vic was a Yofi guy, but Vic was willing to help right away. He would do it on his iPad or whatever, but he was a willing body, willing to help. The problem with Vic is he wasn't good talking and looking at the camera at the same time and finishing his thoughts and making them coherent. And at the end, it kind of was like John Madden or Harry Carey after the eighth inning. Fucking Lou Holtz. But Pirate would just go after him so hard, and Pirate was like the antagonist. Yeah, but Pirate was just go after him. But at first, I didn't enjoy it, but then it became entertaining, and it became like... You know, it's like a scripted television show, and we don't know who's going to win the game, but you have the chat becomes part of the act. That's the beautiful thing about Twitch. And so they're a part of the community, especially when they're fucking get to contribute. That was the other thing I thought I was cool or was great about us. I've been in a lot of streams and thought they were doing cool shit, but never really had an avenue to be a part of it. We literally were looking at our community going, hey, do you want to be on fucking camera? All you have to do is have a, a cell phone. Like we made non-streamers on Twitch and put our community in control of the content. And that was fucking different too. Dude, I think that might've been the most well-articulated sentence you've said this entire time. I mean, everything right there that you said was fucking poetry, just fucking beautiful the way you put all that together. Thanks. The Gatorade's kicking in. Yeah, uh -huh, apparently so. The um, and and there was a G twelve weekly show there at the beginning. Um, I was on it from time to time when I could. When I was in some random hotel room after I was done shooting my porn, um, Vic was on there. Pirate was on there. Uh, one of the better parts of the G twelve weekly show that I remember from the beginning was we often had coaches call onto the show. That's right. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, we probably produce 20 hours of content a week between the show and the interviews and all the shit. And we even tried to do coach coaches. Inter like we wanted coaches to do their own coaches show. There was so much content, but we, we had nothing but time, right? We were locked in our houses. So it was like an outlet, you know, just different times. Right. I mean, it, that, that, and we were just on off stream about that, but that, I mean, that's what it really was, right? I mean, that's what was, was so cool and what was so special. Um, I do have, since we were talking, this will be a good lead on for you to talk about Mr. Tokes, because a lot of people don't know who Tokes 
the beast was. And I have this video, this him commentating a game from uh, of sharpshooters. We'll put this on for everybody, and we'll go from there. So everybody enjoy this little little tidbit from Tokes, and I think Emix is on a call with him. All right. It's just exciting, bro. This is what was different. You meet somebody, and boom. Why over the middle? Do that pick. It's too close to look at these guys. These guys are grown, man. Look at this. Get off him. Look at him go. Oh, my goodness. He could go all the. Yo, come on. Look at the look on Sharpshooter's face. That's There goes that man. Unbelievable. What did I tell you? These people eating their. Oh, what do you think of that? <laughs> oh man, he's so great. He was electric. He was a he's I'd I'd love to do work with that guy. There's no one more enthusiastic than that dude. He was you know, in a way he was a lightning rod, right? I mean, it, you didn't know what exactly you were gonna get, but you knew you were gonna get something high energy, high level, and it, whatever the case may be. Um Sometimes it was, you know, maybe misdirected, but at other times it was exactly where it needed to be. And um, and he's always doing shit. Like, I mean, I, I don't know how focused he is, but he's always doing random shit. I mean, he's, he's doing yoga one day. He's doing fucking fitness. He's doing, a you know, an inspirational podcast the next second. So shout out to Sir Tokes if you're listening, dude. We love you, and we're very happy that you were a part of the G12 and, and, and part of the history of the G12. Yeah, the, and it was just, that's what I mean. I, The fact that people wanted to give us their time, like we're a bunch of, like, let's be honest for a second and just uh, talk truth. We're a bunch of nerds playing video games. I'm a grown-ass man. And fucking people around the world wanted to give fucking time out of their day because they they enjoyed the content enough to help make it. That's pretty fucking unique. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if it goes down the cultist role or not, but I mean, people wanted to be a part of it, right? I mean, it was something like, how can I help? How can I do something to improve, you know, whatever it is? I don't know exactly what it is yet, because at this stage, it, we don't know what the fuck it was or what it was going to be. But people just wanted to do something, wanted to help out any case, any, you know, and they're, <laughs> and, um, and to the point where you wanted good commentators and, um, you had people starting to, uh, starting to, uh, do what, what, I don't know what the pr proper term is, but basically they, they had to, you know, audition for the role. Dude, we made people audition. Mac and I would make people send us fucking their clips. They'd be like, dude, we want to be commentators and no, no cap. We were like, Hey, just take your phone, fucking flip it around and just start pretending like you're calling a game. I wish we still had some of those. I mean, there were some that were bad. I won't say some names. I, But, man, I got to tell you, we straight up, we did that. There was one kid. He was really good. He helped us for a while. And then he, like, bailed. He, like, just didn't show up. He just quit coming. But he was really good. He was the kid that wore the hoodie. You guys remember that kid? And he sat, like, in a dark Drip. Was, drippy. Yeah, but I think he was only, like, 15 or something. Yeah, so yeah. But, yeah. Well, I, I did find one. <laughs> Oh no! Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I did find one, and it just happens to be our very own emixes. And people have seen this before, but I was able to refine it. So let's let's enjoy this. All right. 
What's going on, guys? Emigs here, ready to bring you some NCAA football and G12 action. It's going to be a week two game where we have number two, Ohio State, manned by Baker Vision, going up against number seven, Oregon, manned by Rhombus TV. The game's going to be in Columbus at Ohio Stadium. Oh, my God. As for week one, Ohio State was able to take care of Fucking love Emigs. He, dude, Emigs, MVP. Points than they would like to see on the board, but luckily, all the points were given up in the first half. So coach was able to get into the locker room, make some adjustments, get things under control, and shut out the team in the second half. Offensively for Ohio State, I'm really going to want to see Baker take advantage of fields, slinging it down the field, and giving, getting Alave more involved in the game plan. Uh, Oregon week one, they took care of UNLV, 56-24. to 24. Same thing defensively. I'm going to want to see them get a little more stout on the defensive side of the ball. Um, UNLV not the biggest test and so they would probably also like to see their defense step up a little bit offensively for Oregon the only thing I'm really looking at is quarterback troubles I, I noticed Rondis shuffling around the quarterback a little in game one so that's definitely going to be something to keep your eye on see who starts the game and who finishes the game for Oregon alright guys we got a really good one for you today sit down strap in and hope you're ready for some oh, it's so good bro I mean, we were to the point where we were having people put that and send it to people. I mean, <laughs> well, you know what that was actually? That that was um, that was his. I don't think that was his audition, was it? That I was his that, audition. No shit. Yeah, that's a really good audition. Usually, auditions were play by play. That sounds like the shit he was doing for the G Twelve Weekly, because we would have people send in their little clips, and then Mac and I would put it together and we would just run the show. Do you know what I mean? So that's right. what that, that was. Right. I got you. No, I, I, the, I'm pretty sure it was an audition because I went back to the original coach's lounge and you put it in there and said, Hey, what do you guys think of him? We want to bring him on as a commentator. And everyone was like, Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean, like we were high, bro. If COVID would have lasted forever, who knows where we could have went with the G12. We had a, we almost had a fucking staff. That's the thing. It got fucking crazy for a while. It was great. It was every day, bro. It got all consuming for a while. I mean, it, it, you know, it continued to be consuming to me, Phil, for a long time. Um, and yes, Rocky Top, he makes he basically Emix looked like a son of Rocky Top. I mean, he basically looked like Rocky Top. Oh my god, I never thought about that. Yeah. Me neither until right now. Yeah. No, but Emix, another guy that was, you know, it was so funny because Emix commentated and helped out in the G12 Weekly, and he commentated a bunch. And then he got his chance to play with USC for a little bit there, took on Yofi, and that was like the, you know, Darth Vader meets Luke Skywalker for the first oh, time. God, he just loved Yofi so much. I mean, he and so that was that was a good one too. Um, we were talking about pirate a little bit earlier. I do have a clip I want to show um, from pirate because I think this one is also really good. You have to listen carefully, so I'm going to mute you for this one. Um, but <laughs> the ending to this one, and this was in the in the G12 national championship for week one, but the ending is ending is fucking hilarious. So so you guys will enjoy this one. <laughs> Uh, and and I think if Baker wants to get out of here and he and he concedes, it'll stay the pace it is right now. If Baker tries to win, Harker is going to win by fifty. I think if Baker I, I, I think if Baker just concedes game, and, so and milks the clock, Harker will will do the same. If Baker comes out throwing the ball here, 
Hardcore's going to take yeah, that as a challenge to his 23-year-old manhood, and he's going to he's going to stomp a mud hole right through Baker. Uh, and and I think if Baker wants to get out of here and he and he concedes, it'll stay the pace it is right now. If Baker tries to win, Hardcore's going to win by 50. I think if Baker does, I, I think if Baker just concedes and and melts the clock, Hardcore. Sorry, I had to go grab something real quick. It's just like a loop. Oh no, that's okay. I was like, man, am I that high? <laughs> no, I just had to grab this old bad boy. Oh my god. Oh no, is it worn off? Oh no, it's there. Oh okay. Oh wow, it's beautiful actually. I don't think I've ever seen it in real time. Wow, that's really nice. Yeah, a little. That's really nice. And look, even your little body is on there. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, nice. Oh, you know well, what? Yeah. This is by far one of the best logos that was ever done by uh, our boy RC. Came up with that little road. I mean, he made that before the national championship. He was so confident that I was yeah. going to win it. Um, but no, dude, that, the, uh, the line that I wanted everyone to make sure they heard was the, uh, the, uh, where, the, uh, where did it go? Challenge your 23-year-old manhood? No, 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 the, uh, stomp a mud hole. Mud hole. Stomp a mud hole. <laughs> uh, I thought that was good. And for people that didn't know, Bert did play. Um, can you talk a little bit about your experience as a coach in the G12? Oh, I was, that's the thing. I've never been good at video games. I'm the streamer that's not good at video games in general, but I always had fun playing them. So I I actually had competitive games. I was pretty awful. I might've got my ass kicked once or twice. Not awful though. Usually I surprise people because I could never win, but I always kind of played them tough, but I didn't win much. I picked shitty teams usually. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't really, um, Unfortunately, games kind of got to a point where playing got hard, and that's why I ended up not playing, you know. But that's also what I I stopped enjoying it as much, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Right. Before we get there, because, I mean, we can get there when we get there. By the way, for people that are listening, I am going to bring this out in podcast form. Um, I was... I had the G12 belt from the original year. So I highly recommend, by the way, even if you're listening on... It's going to come out in podcast form... By the way, a lot of directories don't let you publish to iTunes or to, to Spotify until you have an episode release. So just keep that in mind if you're ever doing your own podcast. So um, as soon as that's done, we'll get that out. But I highly recommend it's going to go on YouTube as well. At least watching it on YouTube because you know there are a lot of the visuals and stuff you don't want to miss. So definitely, definitely wish you check that out. I do have a clip of you playing, and I think that's worth bringing up before we kind of get into maybe the. The, the back half of your, your time here at the G12. Yeah, nice. Um, and, and we'll put that on right now for everybody. Thanks, Breezes. I appreciate you, brother. From the three-yard line, it's second down. Look at that terrible background, dude. Oh, it's so good. I got to stand up. I got to stand up. Oh, shit. Oh, my balls felt like they were in a vice. Wow. 
Did you say your you felt like your balls were in a vice? Is that I felt like they were in a vice? That's a good line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how when you sit in your chair for too long, but you don't want to move because you don't want to fuck your mojo up, bro. But you're like, you know that the shit's pinched to the. It's like that. Yeah, but it was a. Uh, you're playing Wyoming. I just adjusted right now. So you got to do that sometimes. Oh, I'm glad I was able to give you a reminder. Yeah, well, I sucked. Yeah, you weren't great. Um, and Oh, for sure. And now, to be fair, we had for a long, you know, of course the G12. And, I, and Mac reminded me time and time again about how you just have to accept that it's an online dynasty and people are going to come and go. I never liked it. I fucking pissed me off because it's a lot of work to basically promote a new streamer in the G12 just for them to potentially leave. Can you talk about that that frustration? Because really, you and I are the only one that can 100% get it. Yeah, it just got old. You know, I always, I personally felt like I did a lot for everybody. I feel like uh, I did a lot for this, for the rest of the streamers. I felt like I always did more for them than they did for the G12, but that was always part of the deal. Like, I told everybody, you don't have to do anything. All I need you to do is play this game. There's no other expectations. So the problem is, is I didn't ask anyone to do anything else. I just thought maybe at some point they would want to do more. But I get it now looking back why people are just in their own shit. You know, it just kind of is one of those things. Can you talk specifically about people leaving and people coming and, and, and the burden that kind of was for, for yourself? Yeah, because it goes back to commitment, right? And they don't understand. So that was hard because you'd have, I have to mute something because I can't hear this, stand the sound of my own voice and the way we're set up tonight, it's a little wonky. So I apologize. Um, people coming and going were hard because you'd ask them. I think I was pretty upfront with people like, Hey, I, I want you here, but are you committed? Like, can you finish the season? Like, are you able to, and they would tell you all their good stuff and then they would bail and then you'd have to go find somebody else and then you'd have to change the schedule and then it wouldn't be right. And it was just content. And the problem is you couldn't get mad at people because we're all mental for doing all this shit. Um, so it was like self-inflicted. You knew it was going to be part of the pain and you knew people were going to fucking come and go and it pissed you off every time it happened, but you almost expected it because this shit is, I mean, how many times did Mac quit? And I fucking love <laughs> Mac's death. Like I, he's like a brother to me, but the fucking guy quit and came back and, you know, would leave and he had internet issues and shit, but that shit you know, people just, and I've quit streaming six fucking different times. Like it's more than I've tried to quit smoking. So <laughs> it's just a, a part of the deal. I don't know. It's just aggravating, but it's part of the package. It is. Um, early in season one, we saw the first person leave. Do you remember who the first coach was to ever leave the G12? I'd be very impressed by the way, if you remember. Ravens fan? No, before Ravens fan. Oh, Stoner Gamer then. Yes, sir. We'll go to a video. What's that? 
Thank you for coming to this press conference today. Uh, yeah, he didn't even tell us. Kind of untimely and unexpected. Um, I would like to uh, first off announce that fucking bear I'm is up here. Fucking. <laughs> Relieved of my duties. Remember, he just put it on Twitter, and he didn't even program. fucking like tell uh, us like or anything. Like first, Harlan, for all of his hard work. Um, the athletic director, I would like to thank Morgan Scaley and Andy Ludwig, our offensive and defensive coordinators, and Jim Harding, our assistant head coach, who will be taking over the duties while I am gone. Um, I know a lot of you have questions. My absence will be due to. A uh, new job opportunity that will leave me out of. But the I area. remember I gave him a lot so of grace for this and thanked him for being using his creativity and doing it this like way and like fucking putting the effort in. So I actually thought this exit this exit sucked because it was like week two. But I actually was really impressed how he did it. Right, and it was early. I mean, it was like. It was seriously. I think he lost the Chuckleberry, and then he was gone the next week. Which, which, by the way, I think we need to talk about Chuckleberry a little bit because Chuckleberry is probably one of the best people I've ever met, and probably the best person I'll, I'll ever meet. Um, for people that don't know, that's D's Diabetes' his brother, Chuckleberry. He was an original G12 coach. Um, yes, I potentially ran up the score a little bit on him when I whooped his ass. Um, but no, seriously, one of the best dudes I've ever met. He got me CFE revamped. Him and I discord quite often still to this day. Um, your thoughts on Chuckleberry? Uh, a great human. Great man. Yeah, solid dude. Didn't have to play. Did it because he, we had a need. And I think he wanted... He's just a good guy. He liked us enough, wanted us to succeed, wanted his brother to succeed. He enjoyed the game enough to play. He knew he wasn't great like me. He didn't care. And uh, just a genuine good fucking guy. Yeah, like just, yeah, dude. Salt of the earth kind of dude. He's one of those people that, like, at least for myself, wish I could be more like him. But just my personality, I will never be like Chuckleberry. No matter how hard I try, I'm just not going to be that good of a person i'm just i'm just a douchebag i mean I, there's just no way to be as good as a chuckleberry there's not doesn't exist not possible uh, they're rare he's close to jesus yeah he, he really is he really is um so stoner left we brought emigs in which people who don't know who emigs was he was just on doing his uh commentary audition a second ago and then the next coach to leave that I want to talk about because I think this is such a funny part because it was, the reason why this person left was 100% because of me. Um, and that was Ravens fan. Yeah. You called him out on commentary, right? Didn't you like shit on him? <clears throat> no, I think Pirate. I think Pirate did that. Um, okay. On social media, though, the, a the computer AP poll – had him ranked something. And I was just joking on Twitter. I said something like, oh, you shouldn't, you don't deserve to be ranked that high or something like that. He got very angry, very upset, and to the point where he left. And not only did he leave, he blocked everybody on everything, and he deleted his Twitch and his YouTube. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he, he totally bitch moved, laughed, and didn't say that's That's the only thing that would make me mad. I was if somebody just DM me or did like what Stoner did 
and used, you know, did it that way. And but communicate, but to do that shit and block people and not say nothing and just leave the franchise, like I would people still do that shit to this day with Discord or like even 5M servers and shit. It's so fucking cringe. So that shit bothered me. And you know, that fucking guy, all he ever got good on famous for was fucking telling people how to cheat. So whatever. We'll move on to the next one. Yeah, he um and for people that didn't know, Ravens fan, he was he played at Alabama and had decided he was just gonna run the ball every play against the computer and get Derrick Henry as many stats as possible to the point I think it was Derrick Henry. No, I think it was Derrick Henry, uh, or whoever the fuck it was. But he had an interception one time, pick six. Like all he had to do was walk in the end zone. He walked out of bounds. Yeah, and just so he could get his running back another touchdown, um, he did not become a fan favorite. And my favorite part about the G12 bird was you can do whatever you want. The G12, we through you through me, it didn't matter. We never made any rules about gameplay. We didn't gatekeep. No, we never gatekeep. We, we but, had to call people out if it was cringe. Yes, was but the cringe. eye in the sky doesn't lie. It was always about entertainment. If the fucking, if the numbers, if there was 40 people watching, then people were playing shit right. If there was fucking five people watching, then it was dog shit. And the numbers don't fucking lie. Yeah, the, the eye in the sky, baby. And and that's that, that's true to, I mean, still to this day. Um and, and and Ravens fan didn't last very long. Probably the biggest screw job, and probably if I had to criticize you, Bert, your biggest missed opportunity, maybe in the history of the G12, was not just letting Rocky join, but letting Rocky join as Alabama and playing D's in the SEC championship. D's at the time was undefeated with South Carolina. Rocky comes in with Alabama, and for people that didn't know, Rocky Top played in a lot of online dynasties. And, and D-Clean, thanks for the year subscription, by the way, dude. That's fucking fantastic. Okay, stop, 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 stop. I know where you're going with this, but look, look, you're looking at it from a fair rules, and you're looking at it from a college football perspective, like if you're Nick Saban, right? And he's fucking no. pissed off at, at... I'm looking at his content, bro. Yes, like, I, and I know, but I think you missed it. I, that's what I'm trying to tell you. From a content perspective, I think you missed it because you had a chance to put bad myself versus good D's in a national championship setting, both undefeated, where you could have had – I mean, everybody – Jesus would have risen for the second time to root for D's diabetes versus me. And, I mean, it would have been – and no discredit to Baker Vision, but there would have been a huge – following for D's to beat me in that game. I'll be honest, I don't remember that, bro. Like, I know now that you're talking about it, but to tell you why, to, to like, obviously there, I would have had, there had to have been some kind of, dis- you, walk me through what should have happened, I guess, because I, I don't remember. I remember that he quit and I put Ravens fan right in his spot, like no hesitation. Right. But what should I have done? Well, so he, Ravens fan quit, the week before the Iron Bowl. Rocky Top okay. joined, somehow lost to Auburn, but still was going to go play in the SEC Championship versus an undefeated Dees. So Dees played Rocky Top. Rocky Top beat Dees and therefore gave Baker Vision the opportunity to play in the National Championship versus me. 
Instead, obviously, if Diesel would have won, he would have been undefeated. He would have played me instead. If you just would have kept Rocky Top out of it, because you're already in the last week of the season, you would have had Dees versus Hardcore, both undefeated. Bad versus good. Rest is history. Oh, so my mistake was filling the position. You could have just waited another two weeks. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I suppose. And, or just let Rocky Top join us Tennessee, because he was going to go to Tennessee anyway. Yeah, I I don't know. Does anyone remember why we did that or didn't? I, I have no idea. I couldn't have just you guys would have never let me make that decision like dictatorship. We had to have had conversation about it because there was always the threat of you guys being like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore." Then, so I guarantee there had to have been a consensus. But I have no idea what it would have been. No, I can tell you what the consensus. You were thinking I get to have a user versus user game in the SEC championship. Content. So yes. I was thinking about content. Yes. Can't blame a guy for content. So we got two user games instead of one user game. That's probably what you were thinking. So was that bad? But go back and look at the views. Go back and look at the views of the Rocky Keys game, and then go back and look at the views of you and the Baker game, and then you tell me if it was a bad decision or not. Well, these would tell you it was a bad decision. <laughs> I made a lot of them, buddy. I made a lot of them. Hey, but hey, the national championship came. I played Baker. Um, he actually had a couple chances to win that game. Um, wait. See, bus, thank you for the subscription. Um, the season ended. It was a weird because the season ended, but people left before their bowl games. So, Thrizzy came in. Oh, oh, God. I'm sorry, Coach Burt. How have we gone this fucking far without talking about Coach Bryant? Oh my god, did Coach Brian play in the G12? He was Miami, dude. Do you don't remember the controller gate? Him and uh, Rhombus TV? Oh yeah, Brian. He came in for a cup of coffee. Did he come in for Jib Jab? I just don't remember yes. when he came and when he left. Yes, he came for okay. Jib Jab. I honestly couldn't tell you when he left. Left? And did Cass come in for him? Or did he... Thrizzy, I, I think Thrizzy came in and played the Jib bowl Jib game for him. Got it. He's very confusing really? around this there. Came, this came in at the end of the season? Adam? Yeah, he played in the bowl game. He played the bowl game, I think. Yeah, I don't Ma know. Mac Doug tells me no. Mac would know. Mac, yeah. Mac, 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 Mac fucking would know. If Mac tells you, he is the fucking SID of the G12. Like, he's the sports information director. So, if he tells you that's what it is, <laughs> then that's what um, I, I know for sure that Thrizzy played in a bowl game. And that, I think that was his first game. I don't know who it was with or what it was with. Yeah, oh, maybe that was it, MacDub. You're right. Maybe that was right. Maybe that was right. End of season two, DVD coming into playing Thrizzy. Maybe that was the case. Okay. Um, regardless, Kaz Cray and Thrizzy joining for season two you talked a little bit about thrizzy you haven't talked a lot about kaz crew yet do you want to you know just briefly talk about kaz well, kaz was part of the he was part of the og ncaa crew so like all those guys in the tournament would have been the would have been the guys that were most active in the category on twitch at the time 
that weren't douchebags and said they'd be a part of the tournament. End of the end of discussion. Because I promise, if you were streaming in the category at that time, you got invited to be in the tournament. So the only reason you would have said no is because you're a fucking douchebag. So all the coaches that weren't douchebags in the category at the time were in that tournament. So Kaz was an OG, and then he had declined the season because he wasn't sure he wanted to do football content. And then he decided he did want to do football content, and that's when I said, "Yeah, come on for second, you know, the second season." Yeah, and and he, and he didn't say for very long, but um, I do want to say I whooped his ass, so everyone knows. Um, yeah. Okay, so we're at the point now, fantasy, where this is up to you as far as how much you want to talk about. I will fucking pick at scabs all day, but season two. We're about March. So, and by the way, and this is something, this is a credit to you. People still ask me when we're going to do the next G12 network tournament because of how well you ran the holiday tournament. In fact, I can uh, tell people, I can tell people right now, we are going to do another tournament because of how successful it was. I don't know exactly when it's going to be, but we will do another tournament. What my thoughts are for the tournament, we are going to do a PS3 uh, CFBR tournament that has to be streamed, and we're gonna do a 360 tournament that doesn't have to be streamed, so keep your eyes on that. But credit to you for the holiday tournament, and then talk about from the holiday tournament forward. The holiday tournament picked up with a bang, right? And then, is that when all the new people came? Was that all their introductions, really? Like the th like the nasties and- Uncle Sam? All... Did we lose you? Did we lose Bert? 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 Bert, are you there? Time out while we try to find Bert. Bert, are you with us? Does anyone know if his stream is still on? His stream crashed. Okay, well, we will get him back in a second, but I will reiterate what I just said one more time. I plan on doing a PS3 streamers only, or somehow you have to have the ability to stream. You don't have to be a streamer. Um, um, streamer only. And he just said he had lost power, but he's coming back. Um, and then there'll, there'll be a 360 Dynasty as well, but that won't you won't have to stream for that one. I would like, preferably, if you did stream, but you don't have to stream, so. So that, that is the plan at some point. I'm not sure exactly when. I'm gonna be honest, it probably won't be until August, most likely, um, to, to be real with you, because we're gonna, we're gonna try to finish up and talk about the G12 football from in its entirety. Um, I do want to let people know while we have this moment to kind of talk about it. Um, MacDub is probably going to be the last person I talk about and talk with at the end of the series. Um, I already have a couple people I want to talk to in between, and we'll kind of go from there. I, I'm guessing it's going to be roughly about six chapters worth. Um, but really, guys, this is an this is an opportunity for people that were 
not really aware of what was going on behind the scenes to be a part of it. So I hope you guys enjoy this um, as we as we kind of go through it. I think it's I mean, there's a lot of things that people don't really know. So yeah, I saw your message, Magda. We can we can talk. We can talk. We don't talk anymore. I was all the way at the very, very, very top of the coach's lounge chat, so I had to go all the way down. C49 or George, already liked your message. We'll try to get Bert back in here, and we will keep going. I made a double old-fashioned, and that was a regret. I was telling Bert a second ago, Two years ago, I was hammering bush lights, and now I'm drinking old-fashioned, so I guess that's a G12 effect. <sighs> Coming into play. This is like the WWE. Um, let me see if I can ring him in. Okay, he's going to try to go... Maybe audio only. Why do we wait? I do have more videos. So let's let's show another video. For people that might have missed it, maybe I'll show the original hype video one more time while we have a second. So let's go hype video one more time. The original hype video brought to you by MacDub. Um, you know what? I got something better. Something worth staying around for. How about, ladies and gentlemen, the, or the original OG Christmas song by the G12 coaches. I, I had this. Let let's go to that instead. Happy holidays from us over at the G12 Network. Merry Christmas, G12. Hope you're having a happy holidays. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. Good tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now bring us some biggie We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So bring it out here. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. Good tidings for Christmas and a happy new year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy new year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. 
Hey, it's Thrizzy from the G12 Network, wishing you and your family a happy holiday. Hold on, guys. We gotta go back. <laughs> Imagine if fucking Rocky Top knocks on your door and he fucking... <laughs> hey, it's... Oh. Wait for this shit one more time. Come on, Rocky. Happy holidays. Hey, it's Thrizzy from the G12 Network, wishing you and your family a happy holiday. Oh, man, that is the funniest fucking shit I've ever fucking seen, dude. I mean, that one makes me want to pee my pants. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, that is... For people that are listening on the audio version of this, first of all, you're making a mistake. You need to watch this on YouTube or watch the VOD on Twitch because it is... It is something. And I will say this. And I think this is a credit to Bert. Because I, I don't think it was the case. I don't think I could really say the same. I was going through the chat and I was, you know, looking at all the messages from before. The coaches got along all a right, lot better. What's up, dude? You're back? I um, don't have you yet. Hold on. That's okay. Um, the, the coaches, when... With the whole town lost power. That's okay. It's a little fucked up. The uh, the coaches all got along. There's a lot of chat back me? in the day. I can hear you. You are live, by the way, my friend. All right, buddy. Um, there was. I mean, the coaches just seemed to get along a lot better in those first two seasons. There was a lot more chat in the coaches' lounge. I don't even imagine trying to put together a Christmas video uh, like the one I just showed. I Bert, I just showed them the Christmas video. And I don't know if I've ever seen the version with Thrizzy and Rocky Top at the end, but fuck me, that shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I was I tried so hard to like include everybody. You know what I mean? I don't know. That was the thought. It was just trying to create more content than just football. Like I I, I had you know I was trying to push it further. You all right? Do you get some pizza? Yeah, dude, leftover pizza. I went to check on everyone. You know, the power outage, and I'm like, oh, leftover pizza. Dude, that's hungry. fucking... I wish you could throw one of them slices over here right now. I would love some pizza right now. Hell yeah. Uh, next time, let's let's put that in the notes, uh, Secretary. Secretary E-Mix, can we make sure we get some pizza up here in the studio for next for the next episode? Thanks. Um, anyway, we were talking about, towards the end... We were talking about how Natty and Uncle Sam was there, and then boom, he lost power. I guess, I don't know, a, a feral possum got burned on your power line. I don't know what happened. No, the whole city. Like, like even my brother-in-law on the other side of town. Like, every, like just whole blackout. That's not good, Bob. Yeah, yeah, so the holiday tournament, and then go into, the, go into Natty and Uncle Sam, and then, I guess, towards the end. For you, at least. Was that, yeah, right? was that, was that harsh, the way I said that? No. What week did I get to in that season? Do you know off the top of your head? Because I, I honestly don't remember. God. I want to say like weeks. I know it was a nice spring March week. day and something. It was definitely March. Shit. It was early. It was March like 3rd. No, no, no. Okay. It was late March, early April. I want to say you got to about week 12, 11. Okay. Almost to the end then. Yes. Because I was, I didn't even have the laptop I'm using right now. I didn't even have this yet. Okay. 
I was using my work computer for the most time. So I, I was, the streams towards the end, because I wasn't ready to produce yet, were terrible. And we just right. limped along to the end. Um, but you don't have to start at the end. I mean, you can work your way towards like what you were yeah, feeling towards think, that point. You know, uh, so here's the thing. Like, unfortunately, I have this tendency to not be content. And I have to keep building on what we did. So what we kind of glossed over, and it's not a big deal, but it's a, it's a big deal in my story, is that the technical aspect of the broadcast became pretty fucking top notch, I think. I mean, we were using software. I was using software when I left that legitimate television fucking companies use to broadcast television, you know? So we were the tech, the need of the production. I had let it grow into this fucking thing that was so unmanageable for one person. And when Max internet fucked up and he couldn't help, he was like my right hand and nobody else had the ability and no offense. No one else had the like not ability, but they didn't have all of it. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have the computer, the tech, like there's a lot that goes into it. You know, do you have a graphics card that can run fucking 17 goddamn streams at a time and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure right. you run into all that shit as you've done this and no one understands all that technical shit behind it. They love the end product and the crawlers and the screen. That shit, those last few weeks that we did there at the end, that's high quality production. No offense, but I don't, it was never that good before. And I don't know, I've watched some of this stuff, but it was just different, you know what I mean? In my mind. So that's just me, but it was also unmanageable. And that was my demise because I couldn't feed the beast. And I wasn't happy if we weren't at that level. Does that make sense? And then it got to a point between that and then some egos for people that really didn't do much other than bring eyes and then to the fact that i watched this new game come out and it just made everything we were doing i'm such an optics guy so when i was watching people play the revamp and we were still playing the old shit i was like oh we missed it i felt like we missed it that was those were all that shit was going on at the same time Okay, I actually know that last part. So how much did that CFB revamp stuff kind of go into it? Because I was going through chat and stuff, and you were, you know, and even Mac and I had discussed, should we buy PS3s for everybody? Like, is that something we should do? How much did that play in a role in everything? A lot, because I think we were only as good as we were cutting edge. So it didn't make sense to me to continue to invest that time and money into old technology when there was new technology available. If we had, if we could be better, if the production could be better, if the presentation could be better, if it, if it didn't look as good as the next guy playing the game up the channel, then what the fuck were we doing? That's, right. that's where my headspace was at. Cause we'd come too far and now this advancement happened and we were, we didn't want to fucking jump on it. I didn't, I was, I was slow to understand the adoption, you know, the people not wanting to adopt it. Which, by the way, I'm probably not supposed to say this, but I am working with the CFB revamp team now, and you guys can all expect a new update on Saturday. So just wow. people that are listening. I'm probably not supposed to say that at all, but what's Wadwad going to do? Fuck my ass? I don't care. I mean, that was a big part of me. That was a big part of it. And I tried. I mean, I told Mac I'd buy him. Shit, I have two... PlayStation 3 sitting right here that haven't been used since the day I walked away. Two of them. They're right here. Two of them. I was ready to start shipping them to everybody, but the fucking 
I wasn't getting the buy-in that I needed to make that kind of commitment, if that makes any sense. And that pissed me off because I was like, after all this, really? Like, the only one, crappy comfort, bro, is something I'm not good with, you know? And then I got short and then I got pissed and that was that. Where, you know, here we are talking about why I left. Well, yeah, and and I understand 100% as far as being the commissioner of the G12 is a lonely job when it's all said and done. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, it's not – I mean, even if people are there, and, and Magda was there a lot for me, but you're at the end of the day, you're still – it's a lonely gig, and there's no other way to put it. Yeah, and, and if I would have had more buy-in – in the beginning, it was fine because I had so much buying. When I couldn't find commentators and I couldn't find anyone else to produce, when the sharpshooters went away and the theses went away and the Mac stopped streaming and nobody else knew how to produce and Baker went away and all you know and all the people that were involved, you know, it just it was. So now we built this expectation, right? So here we built this fucking platform. We have an expectation like that schedule that you just showed, right? So here's the production level that we're at. Here's what we've been bringing you. Oh, but you know what? Now, eh, we're not fucking that committed anymore. So now it's just going to look like dog water. Sorry. We were just fucking kidding. We can't really do that anymore. I just didn't want to take that step. That's how I felt. Yeah, and it's it's something that kind of what happened, you know, in this, this past couple months for even for us is like, and the, the the level of expectation was was not being met, and and how far below that expectation do you go before you're just like, what the fuck are we doing here, Bob? Right. Yeah. Because you know it's already quirky, and we, like you said, where you amazed people were even watching. Right. It's already a little weird, uh, especially AI. The AI playing the computer. The user makes sense. Right. It makes way more sense. But we had a lot of. Not everyone was bought. People were so worried about connection issues. We got that wasn't as big as an easy sell. We kind of glossed over that, but people weren't just like, "Oh yeah, let's do all user games." People that not everybody was on board with that, bro. People right. were worried about getting their fucking braids beat in, dude. Like they wanted to play those computer games. So anyway, it doesn't matter now. At the end of the day, I really thank you. I've never publicly had a chance, but I thank you for taking it and not letting it die because I was ready to let it die. I was like, you know what, and I. You passed the test because the only thing I don't, I think the Twitter is I couldn't figure out how to give it to you. It's tied to my phone number, but I, I gave you the channel. I gave you the discord. I fucking, I literally, I gave you everything I could give you. I sent you all the logos, all the file. I like, I fucking left everything. I didn't stick around and you just, you kept it going. And I needed someone to do that. Cause I was like, I, I just, uh, I wasn't playing anymore. I wasn't competitive enough to play and it wasn't fun enough just running it and not even getting to play like i do this because i want to have fun and it just it became a job and it wasn't fun do you know what i'm saying do you think if you would have continued and, and first off i appreciate those kind of words but do you think you would have maybe you know stayed around longer if you were still playing do you think that played a role in it Yes, probably. But that would have meant in order to me that that would have meant a lot of things, though. If I would have still been playing, that would have meant there would have been more help in the back end and I wouldn't have had to been doing so much. So I would have felt like I could have still been able to play. So that means we wouldn't have probably had some of the turnover that we had. So that means that the community would have been a little stronger and we would have had more more doing less, I guess. And yeah, it probably would have been a less, uh, you know, frustrating or this is supposed to be my relaxation and like check out from the real world and bills and stuff. It shouldn't add to it. 
So it just, when it crossed that line, that was right. really like time to be done kind of thing. And so, and when you decided to make that decision, was there any, looking back on it now, is there any, you know, way you wish you would have kind of gone about it a different way or are you, are you pretty happy with the, the way it kind of all went down? Um, I mean, I, that, I don't really want to get into the detail. I mean, yeah, it's not really worth it because I would, I don't want to say dumb shit about people. I'm not here for that. Um, I think that sometimes you need to give people a little bit of grace that do a lot for you is all I would say. Do you know what I'm saying? And I don't feel like I got some grace for some people on some things, but I'm okay with it at the end of the day as well. Um, I can move on down the road kind of thing, you know? So it's not a big deal. Um, I probably would have liked to have gone out a little less uh, fuck you and fuck your mom and fuck your sister too. But, you know, sometimes people need to hear that because sometimes people get a little big for their bridges. So I don't really regret anything, honestly. The people that I still don't have relationship with, they would never be people in my tribe. And I speak truth. I'm, you know, I, I try to give grace to those that want it, but I don't I don't really give, you know, people don't like me, they don't like me. And that's just how it is. So shit happens for a reason. Would it have been better? Yeah. But sometimes, man, you just got to be done with shit. And would I have liked to have finished the season in retrospect? Yeah, that probably would have been good. But I just, I didn't have it in me, bro. Like literally it would have been me and me by myself until the end. Right. Yeah. I mean, when you look back as a whole, I mean, the entire, not just the ending, the entire thing. Is there anything you wish you would have done differently from a production standpoint, from a communication standpoint? Looking back on the entire motherfucking thing, was there anything where you're like, you know what? It'd been really cool if we would have been able to do this, or it would have been really sick if this would have, you know, happened the way I wish it could have happened. I mean, at some point, and I don't know what our highest numbers ever were. Do you happen to know that what the max channel viewers were back then when I the, was still running it? The I think it was with the raid, but the max I ever saw was ninety seven. So I remember getting, I was thinking it was close to 100. That was the number I had in my head. And I remember at that point in time, just having this weird idea, because like Mac and I don't live far from each other. So I just had this like weird idea about us like doing in-person commentary or doing something more interactive with the community, like bringing it on the road to a bar and having a couple people show up at a bar and do a user game or something like in it. I don't know. I always thought of taking it I never thought it would just, I thought it would be, it could evolve from just what it was. That was, I was always trying to think of like what it could evolve into, but I, I never really got there. Well, it's funny you bring that up because I had thought many times about, and I don't, the, the word convention is not the right word because it wouldn't have been a convention, but maybe a, a hangout would be a better term. But we've always talked about, hey, Tennessee's about the best place to do some sort of hangout with G12 people. And, you could run a tournament in a convention hall at a hotel through the course of an entire you know weekend with G12 oh, people. Cool. And you could yeah, probably get enough people to do it. And people and, and if you stream the whole thing and you did a little vlog on the back end of it, yeah. I think it'd be pretty fucking cool. It'd be cool. I always just wanted to get us together for a fucking real-life tailgate. I thought if we could just get us all the meat in a fucking, you know, Penn State, Ohio State game or something, that'd be great, you know? There was some missed opportunities there. I am curious because I'm allowed to ask these questions because 
I'm fucking running the shit. What were your thoughts about me? From the What's beginning, that? motherfucker. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? I missed the question. Uh, I said, what are your thoughts about me from the beginning and to the end? Um, no, I mean, you were always the most knowledgeable. I thought you always brought an authenticity to it. Um, you know, you were going to kind of tell us like, hey, this is, I don't know. I, you were committed. I, I looked at like you and the D's and um, I mean, I know he's not there. Who's left from the beginning? Is anyone even left beside you? Are you the last man standing? Mac and I, and well, Stoner's back. I mean, right now we're all done, but Stoner's right. back. Mac and I, Yofi was, Yofi was, I yeah. believe, the last one that just left. You, so. It doesn't surprise me. You and Mac were always, like, Mac was 1A committed. You were always 1B committed, like 2B because of your job. But, like, no, it was always, it was always you, me, and Mac. I mean, other people would come and go and help for seasons. But, really, it was always the three of us. I mean, so I'm, I knew it would be you or Mac. I, you know, I didn't know which one. I figured one of you would take it when I, that day I stepped down. I didn't, you know what I mean? So, and I think that happened that day, right? Mac reached right out to you and said he'd come back and help you and shit. Cause he wasn't around at the time. Right. Right. I mean, I basically messaged him and Baker were the first two people I talked to. I was like, Hey, right. I, I can kind of do this. It's going to take me some time, but it's going to take, working with you two guys to do it especially early on and i mean it will probably end up being the last chapter in this in this limited series where i i talk with mac uh because mac to me and and probably to you um but he was the dude for me i mean and and he oh, was the guy yeah i could have done it without him that's i and honestly had he not had his internet issues and shit and he had he been doing Cause his stream, like, let me, like, he, Mac doesn't, I don't know, maybe he does. Mac is got so much potential if he ever wanted to, like, do streaming, like, full time. Um, because he just has an it factor. The guy can do anything and people fucking come watch him. He's a variety streamer. He literally has, he just has something not a lot of people have. So if he would have been that guy with his internet and his fucking two PCs and all his badass motherfucking shit that he is now, the whole time we did the G12, I think things would have been a lot different. Just, just, he was for sure my Robin. Do you know what I mean? Not a doubt. No, I a hundred percent agree with that. And, and since we're talking about MacDub and MacDub, if you could ever just fucking focus for two weeks in a row and do the same fucking thing for two weeks in a row, you'd be fucking golden, but you can't fucking stay focused you're like a goddamn fucking dog looking at three different squirrels. You ever hear the expression, you chase two rabbits, they both get away? Mac, that applies to you more than anyone else I've ever met in my entire fucking life. Something else. But we I'm love you, dude. But, oh my God. but he is he is 100%. I, 100 just drives me crazy because if I had an oomph of what he had with the consistency that I do put in, like, you know, things would be different for this guy. <laughs> He, it's like watching Superman not fly. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, right. I, I guess. No, don't say anyway, because it is an important part. Like, Magdub has the personality. He has the ability. And it's just yeah. like one day he's he's ready to go out there, all greased and oiled up to, to, to wrestle. And the next day, you know, he's cold and he's in the shower. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Fucking stupid. I don't fucking want to do this shit anymore. <laughs> right. And no, but seriously, Magdub, I mean, I think you got... 
two commissioners of the G12 were both here and were like, dude, you're, I don't think you really understand how much you meant to the well, G12. The intro, the, but he set the vibe with the intro song. He was always, he always had my back. Like, what the fuck, guys? Like, he would be the heavy. He could be fun. He didn't like my extremity. Him and Baker never got along. Like, you know, I loved it. I, you had these different personalities and like, it's okay. Like, fuck man. I didn't get along with everybody. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's fine. Like, so, so this um, is one part people to get along with people. Like you need to put people around you that are not, that are strength where you're weak. Do you know what I mean? So I had to have Baker on one side and Mac on the other. And, Absolutely. You know, they along and everybody was different. And that's you know, just how it is. Like, let's be honest. Like not everyone, it wasn't a fucking love sausage fest, bro. You know what I mean? There was a lot of shit talked and it is what it is. You know, there was, they're like that. There was, I don't think you quite understand. I mean, and look, you're older. I mean, you're a fucking old man compared to me. Um, let's, let's make that very as clear as possible. So everyone understands um, that you are by far way older than me. Just just in case people aren't watching, I need them to understand that you are a lot older than me. I mean, you have kids. So I mean, you you have some sort of, you have a pool in your in your own that you own. You own a pool. Like that's how old you are. I do. I so own, let's I, just be very clear on that. But for me personally, and this is something that I, I why I wanted to do this. I don't think people quite understand, and this is something you guys always talk about. You and Mac have always talked about how you know. You think you mature a lot before you hit 21 years old, but in the last two to three years, and a lot of it came from running the G12 and working with a lot of different kind of people, I have learned a lot, and not just about how to deal with people and to manage people as you fucking hit that shit, but also like how to get along with people. And so I, I very much appreciate the opportunity you gave me, but also the, the fact that people didn't say, just fuck you, Corey, and, and walked away. So that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Right? Oh, it was a special thing. And it wasn't one, that was the cool thing about it. It We did it right. I actually got more joy that I walked away and it survived than I did, like I, because that means it was never, it was exactly what, it was about all of us because I left and you guys carried on. And so many people left. And it still carried on because it was always authentic about promoting and branding and unifying the communities of the people that were involved. And 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 it it never was anything more than that. And if it would have been, it would have died with you know the guru that left whenever that guru left, and that was never how it was. Right. Well, I mean that 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 that's fucking beautiful. What you just said there. Um, before we kind of wrap this shit up, because I mean I could talk to you all day. I do want to talk about you. What are you doing now? What's up? Talk about yourself a little bit. This is your time to gloat a little bit. No, man. I'm just, I try to stream two to four hours a day if I'm lucky. Usually two hours early in the morning. Probably to, probably tomorrow morning I won't because I'm up late with you. I can't really do both. Like if I, if I can crash early, then I can, you know, do an early stream. If I stay up late, I may stream tonight after this. I may do some, uh, but I, Baker got me into role play gta 5 5m server it's like uh, dungeons and dragons on steroids when you were a kid only the fucking server is your dungeon master and you fucking make a character and you fucking you know act out whatever the fuck you want to be it's like make believe world so it's uh you know it's like um 
It's like all the drama of the G12, but I don't actually play the football games. We just have all the drama in the in the game, you know, okay. like that. Can you confirm something for me? Yeah, yeah. Were you kicked out of one of the worlds? No, I got asked to ban, actually. I got asked. I said, fucking ban me so I never come back to this fucking shithole. And he said, okay. So, yes, I was banned because I requested to be banned. Okay. But I wasn't kicked out of one of the worlds. Okay, so I had heard rumors and that's shit. That's a good question. But that's, I wanted to put that to rest. And Emigs, dude, you got to watch it from the fucking beginning. Emigs just subbed. By the way, Emigs just subbed for 23 what months in a row. 23 months in a row. A savage. Emigs, you got to watch this whole thing like from the, the fucking beginning because there's something that you would love to watch. Dude, Emigs, there's such a walk down memory lane for you, buddy. Um, What else, dude? Like, what else are you doing? I mean, it's summertime in the shithole Midwest. You're finally getting a little bit of warm. Just, just opened the swimming pool. You just uh, opened it? it? God, you poor just soul. Opened it. Just opened it today. Yep, waited Jesus until Christ. fucking June because May sucked. And... I don't know if you know this, but night like gas is like triple the thermals right now. So I used to heat the pool, but the kids are gonna have cold swims this summer. But you heat it with gas? Yeah, natural gas usually. There's a big giant net heater that the water runs through, and yeah. Huh. I didn't know. I didn't know people heat it. Yeah, I guess like it's your, a Florida thing, like, but yeah, but usually like, you don't heat it with natural gas. I figured you'd heat it with solar or something else, but. I mean, you could buy one of those solar blankets, I suppose, but not in Chicago not gonna, or not, not in Chicago. Illinois. I can if I could run the heater for like forty-eight hours straight and get it up to ninety, done. Right. But it would cost me like six hundred bucks, you know. Even natural gas is even high right now. Yeah, natural gas thermals tripled the price like a month, two months ago. Yeah, that's awful. Because here's the funny fucking thing about it: is natural gas. There is so much natural gas in America. There's more natural gas in America than anywhere else. Yeah, I, 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 I'm well aware of the political and 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 yeah, civil issues that we have afoot. But this is not the time or place for those discussions. <laughs> actually, I that, that's actually why I the last half of this or whatever we want to call last quarter of this is actually just for shit like that. Actually, so yeah, I, um, gotcha. it, well. I mean, it's anything you want to get into and anything you don't want to get into. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if people look around and they think this is how the world's supposed to be run and they look at the people in charge and think that, fuck it, it's it's going good, then uh, you don't need to follow my channel. We'll just leave it at that. We won't go too far down, you know, calling names or nothing or asking about your IQs. We'll just leave it. If you think that things are good and you look at everything going on around you and you're like, hey, I'm totally comfortable with uh, how fucking shit's being done. And you and me are just, you know, two different people. We're just we're right. And, and to be clear, to be clear here, because I, I don't want people to paint you from people that don't know who you are. Yeah, you're not painting the picture that you're. You're not like just a Joe Biden. You're just an anti all this bullshit hater. Oh, I hated Trump. I mean, if you watch, if you right. know me, I mean, I would go on about what a fucking idiot Trump was and how he just couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut to save his life. And the guy just couldn't help himself. No matter what good he did, it was never going to be good because he'd soil it with being a fucking dumbass. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm down the middle. I just 
I am not daisies and roses and I'm going to say what I think. And if you tell me that we have more natural gas than anything else, I will tell you the reason for that is is greed and the people that fucking control it are going to use inflation for a reason to make more money and they're going to blame COVID and it's all the shit. But we don't want to talk about that on Twitch streams. You know, we're going to talk about fucking fake police officers and fake video football games. But my point is it matters who you vote for. Get the fuck involved. I don't give a shit who you vote for. Just make sure whoever you vote for reflects what the fuck you think. But take a hard look at where things were, you know, and where things are and do your history lessons. That's all I encourage people to do. Know your facts. Don't read social media. I'm not even on Twitter except for this. Can't find me on Facebook. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Just just keep your eyes open, folks. Young generation, you got a yacht of young men, going to be dads, young dads. You got a younger thing here. Just be, be alert. Make sure you see we're we're being fucked with here. I think I truly think I think there I think that this is just me. I think that it's a it's a nice easy thing when we struggle a little bit and then we're a lot more happy when the government's ready to like help us out. And I don't think it needs to be like that. And I got to ask why it changes so often, Corey. So that's where I'm at, buddy. Yeah, and I don't think it's a. And I see JT Gaming coming in here. And first of all. My Chevy Malibu, it, it cost me $63 to fill up. A Chevy Malibu should never cost that much to fill up. But it's not a Republican-Democrat issue. It is It is way more than that. It's a issue. It's a generational thing. It's the people that have been in charge for the longest and these senators and these Republicans and the people like our fucking president is like old as dick. I mean, like, like let's be honest, like we're, we're electing people that have been asleep. For the last 30 years while our bridge like literally bridges schools and infrastructure have crumbled and now we think now we vote for these same fucking lying motherfuckers and they're all liars and i'm just saying we are unfortunately pressed in a situation where we have to vote for like the fucking worst of the best or the best of the worst or whatever the fuck that analogy is so make sure you do your homework don't vote on a party line don't vote because trump was such an asshole i can never vote for a republican don't vote not vote democrat because Biden's a fucking zombie. I'm saying get involved, be alert. I think there's more. I think you talked earlier about, oh, people are doing more shit and they're doing softball and bowling. I hope people are more like paying attention to what the fuck's going on and maybe like, maybe, you know, getting out and, and helping move things, dialogues along, you know, whatever that is, get involved in elections or midterms uh, or demanding change. You know, we have a powerful voice. And I think people forget that sometimes. And remember, we're only governed because we allow them to govern us, right? Like, so just make sure you don't get stuck in your fucking, you know, I got to pay the mortgage. I got to pay the rent. I got to pay the bills. I got to feed the kid. Like, just make sure you you, you got to, you know, you know what the fuck's happening. I guess that's what I would say. Because I don't, I don't have a lot of confidence that like things are like, there's just good days ahead. Like I see fucking inflation getting worse. I see the fucking market getting worse. I see home prices 20 to 40% down. And uh, I don't think we have the right capable leaders uh, to make, I don't know who they would be, but I, the evidence right now would tell me they're not the right people. And so buckle down, baby, bend, bend over, grab your ankles, get some Vaseline. Do you think that maybe the guy who won two national championships in the G12 would do a better job? Uh, let's repeat the question. Sorry. Do you think two? Do you think a guy who won two national championships yes. in the G twelve? I honestly, at this point, anybody who's not working for a special interest, I think, would do a better job. Anybody who can talk freely, 
and say what they mean, whether it's about mass shootings and guns or coronavirus or mass or whatever it is, somebody that could say but what everyone because right there's a pretty common we we tend to have a pretty common vibe mankind yeah we differ on some things but in general we we have this vibe somebody that can talk freely speak truly and not worry about being you know they're offending this party over here because it's going to offend this gun lobby or offending this over here because it's going to offend that drug lobby um so yes i think actually i'm a big proponent and term limits for everyone and I, and I just don't understand why we allow people to spend a whole career um, in politics. It does, it's, that's not, that should never be, it's a public service office. Like how do you, and the money that they make doing it. And the fact that it's all right there to see, and we can talk about it here and it doesn't change and it just continues. That's the most mind blowing part, bro. Like they've been, like this shit's been out there for years. We know what these fucking people make. We're not happy with how they govern. Regardless on what side of the aisle, it's been pretty fucked up for a while. Um, and nothing changes, right? And you still got the school shootings and you still got the shit because we just enact because the money is coming in, bro. The, as long as at the top the money's coming in, dude, then this will just be here. You see what I mean? Just be yeah. right here. It's, it's, uh, it's fucking frustrating. It's, it is, dude. It's aggravating. But it, I just vent and I could be way wrong. Maybe things are going to be rainbows and blood. Maybe Biden's going to do something fucking tomorrow that's going to change everything and the Fed will, you know, raise interest rates even more and inflation will suddenly stop and fuck, man, trickle down economics will come back. Who fucking knows, man? Unicorns will fly over. Maybe I'm dead wrong. I just feel like we do a lot of the same as a, as a people and as a country in general in America. So all of you that aren't from America, sorry, of, uh, you know, just a sheep in the sand, baby. Bah, we just keep trudging along. Well, I got to go to work, buddy. Got to get my 40 hours in because fuck, cost 80 bucks to fill the car up. You know, just fucking what we do. They got us that way, bro. They got us by the balls, you know. They do. They do have us by the I, system. I, I want to pivot a little bit, not because I'm uncomfortable, because I think what you're saying is important. And you weren't even seeing anything that really should be alarming to anybody or disgruntling anybody because I think what you said was 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 right on um but for the sake of the podcast I want to ask things that are a little bit more awesome um and a little bit more yeah. a, a little bit I I know for a fact emigs will like this question um what specifically and I want specifics on your thoughts on aliens in the universe and if aliens have already been to America, or not to America, but to our planet, and if if aliens are still interacting with humans today, yes, yes, and yes. I think um, I definitely. I mean, did you see the congressional hearings like yes. the other day? Like the, he asked the guy, and it, they thought it was three hundred something, but it was like four hundred forty-four or some number, four forty-seven. I don't know. And he goes. What is it? And the guy's like, we we don't know. Like the dude from the Pentagon's like, ah, we don't know. So yeah, I absolutely. I'm not. I've never been naive enough. I, so, do I think they're interacting with us now? I don't fucking know, man. I don't know why they would want to. But there's a lot of different things. We could be aliens for all I know, bro. Like you know, fucking like who knows, bro? You ever listen to the Joe Rogan show? Fuck that. That show will blow your mind. So, I don't know. But I don't think we're alone. But do I think they're humanoid and everything's like Star Trek and they're, you know what I mean? Maybe they just got wrinkles in their head, but they still are too, you know, too legged and too armed. I don't know, bro. They could be, I just hope whatever it is, I hope we're not food and we're not slave labor. That's all I got to say. But yes, I agree with all of those things. Yeah, I got to 
counteract your Joe Rogan point, although the show is kind of based off of what he sits down and talks about. Um, Joe Rogan, I like the idea of what he does, but yeah, but lately, the thing that just happened like a month ago or two weeks ago, where he made up some bullshit about some Australian law that he was wrong about, and when they tried to find it, they couldn't find it, and it was really awkward for everybody because he just completely made it up and it wasn't true. But that misinformation was already out there for everybody. I think there's a certain level, if you have an audience like that, where you have millions of people listening to you, and and more importantly, you have millions of people that are typically privileged listening to you, you have, and this is for every news company, you have a responsibility to provide at least somewhat factual information to everybody and have the gumption and balls to say, you know what, I was fucking wrong about something. And that oh, that that can be frustrating from, from time to time because, look, it's one thing to, to believe in something and then come out later and say, yeah, I, you know what, I was I was wrong on that. Like, that's, that's not the truth. But too many times it's like, well... The misinformation's already out there, and that—that's a one gripe I have with the, with the Joe Rogan show. Yeah, I guess if people are listening to Joe Rogan for anything that's true, I don't know. I here's my problem, Corey. I couldn't tell you who the fuck does tell me the truth anymore and who doesn't, and who's right and who's wrong. If I'm being honest, and I'm not saying he's perfect. I don't honestly. I was more talking about his shit, like when he talks to the flat earth people. I haven't really listened to him much. I've been in a wrestling podcast. You ever listen to 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff? No, I don't know I if haven't. you were a wrestling fan as a kid, but it's like the WCW, WWE, Monday Night Wars. So him and Conrad Thompson fucking started this podcast, and I was a big WCW fan. And now all these dudes, old wrestlers, have started podcasts. And it's just like all these fucking stories of like all the wrestling shit like that was going on behind the scenes when I was a kid. I've been listening to this shit for like a year. So it's just that's what I listen to in the truck now is fucking wrestling podcasts. As funny as that sounds. Dude, L Captain was just talking about those sort of podcasts a couple hours ago. Um, I do want to go back to what you said about Flat Earth because E-Mix yeah. went – to a flat earth convention back in the day and did a little documentary on a flat earth and and if you haven't seen the documentary i want to say it's called bent curve on on netflix i'm not sure exactly what the name of it is the fascinating thing about flat earth to me is not so much that people believe in it because it's stupid but the idea it's the social inclusion at the end of the day that is so important to these people and I think that's an important part of why things are the way they are. People don't care anymore if you're right or wrong about things. People just want to be included. If they know that they're weird but they can be included with some people, they're okay being wrong as long as they're part of a social circle. And people don't seem to realize that anymore. Yeah. As long as they're wrong together. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, people – well, that's why Twitch worked. That's why the G12 work community, dude. Like, let's be honest, for all the great people that we have, we had some that were very needy, you know, and it was a very evident early on that we were providing a place for people that might not have one in the world. And that, as sad as that sounds, um, I took that on as like, hey, we can do that. We can we can fucking we can be that for those people. What's a couple hours a day to do a good thing? You know, that was always part of the intent. There's a lot of that on Twitch in general. Probably more, because I'll be honest with you, and I, this is me being a terrible person. In high school, I was a douchebag. 
probably surprised nobody. I was not, you know, picking up the weakest link and throwing him over my shoulder and carrying him the rest of the way. That just wasn't happening. Sure. Once we got to the G12, I'm not gonna say I was nice to people because I wasn't. I just, I just freaking timed out St. Breeze just because I thought it was funny. Like I, I really don't care that much. But it did provide opportunities to take care of people like that, and we know those people. I mean, I'm not gonna say them by name, but we know the people that we took care of. For a, right. for a week, for a month, for, for a couple months, whatever the case may be. And I've already said from the beginning, dude, like, I have, I don't know if mature is the right word. I have evolved since running the G12. I mean, there's no, there's no other way to say it. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, you've done a great job. I don't know what the future holds. Sounds like you got a big announcement when it comes to that. So, you know, that's good shit, man. Right. Well, dude, I mean, we're, we're about to hit two hours. Um, I could just bullshit with you forever, dude. And I think that was kind of part of this whole thing is that I don't mind talking to people about whatever, um, whenever. Um, but I do I do want you to promote yourself a little bit and what you're kind of up to nowadays before we kind of, kind of finish this one off. Yeah, that's about it. If you guys aren't following the old man, follow me over on the old Twitch machine, Coach underscore Bert. Uh, just role play, pretty much. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's a couple hours a day. Uh, I play a cop character. I try to go get some scumbags. I got a judge character I'm going to be playing. If you guys ever want to get into RP GTA, hit me up. Have a conversation. It's a nice, uh, nice fake waste of time and you know you can be whatever you want but uh, i don't know i like it because it's easy content you know i don't have to win a game i just can talk to people and it's easy it's an easy uh easy thing for me you know what i mean to make some content around so yeah it's enjoyable okay i'm gonna give before you leave i'm gonna play one more clip just so we can kind of go on a high note so don't go anywhere we're gonna do one more clip i won't i won't go anywhere and yep. I think this one was also from, from Pirate. Did you go mute on me? I did for one second because I was celebrating a follow on my channel. Sorry. hey I, 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 I just sent the shout-out over, so hopefully you got that. Sweet. Um, we're going to go to this clip real quick because I think it's fucking hilarious. I mean, he All said right. they're saying fuck it. Um, Not even watching There's anymore. Drippy, by the way. Just going to chill, sit here. Well, that's good. Thanks. Drippy, you're putting in a solid D plus effort. I really appreciate it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think after this game, Mac is like, dude, I can't do I'm on it TikTok this looking anymore. at thoughts, so. There's only 50 seconds left, so it's not too bad. There's only like. Ebony, so they're saying fuck it. Um... Did you catch? He said fucking pirate said that he was fucking looking at thoughts on TikTok. I mean, that's the best fucking line. Oh, man. Good shit. I mean, that's fucking pirate right there for it, as much as it can be, so. Yeah. And, and we got to see Drippy, so, which. Uh, great job producing the show, man. Great clips. That's good shit, man. I, I, I can't wait to watch the other ones that you do with people. I'm excited for it. Yeah, well, I mean, again. It's the end. And if it is the end of this version, what a nice bow on it. That's really cool. Right. I mean, we didn't have closures. We didn't finish the season. And so I was trying to find a way where I would feel good about it being done. Right. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't really know how it all went down. And I think it's important to tell that story. So 
first of all, I, I couldn't have done it without you. I mean, you, you created this whole thing. You, you had the trust and the faith to pass along to me. Um, and I appreciate you coming on the show and being the first guest as we kind of run through this thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, down the road, if you ever need a hand with anything or you guys move into the revamp thing, hit me up. I'm not saying I want back in, but, you know, I wouldn't mind uh, maybe, uh, you know, announcing a game here or there, being on a show, some shit like that. You know, let me know. Right. No, I, I would fucking, and you know me, dude, I have fucking any kind of help I could get. Especially, I mean, I know you guys, you and Mac are starting to get a little bit older. But I think you guys would be able to help out quite a bit. Yeah, maybe you know, even maybe I could just uh, do a pre-recorded clip and send it in. I'm just saying, I'm I'm down to I'm down uh, I'm down to you know maybe contribute down the road. We'll see how you do. But you know, you got to upgrade for me here. Got We'll see. We'll sit, I'm gonna sit back and see what you bring me. And if I think it's good, you know, then I'm gonna throw my hat in. I'm just kidding, buddy. Let me know if I can help. Well, I appreciate that, dude. Let me 